Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Top of the 8 o'clock hour here in our nation's capital. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you on Overtime. We'll take you up to 10 o'clock before handing things over to my pal Bart Winkler in CBS Sports Radio. Coming up in about 25 minutes or so, our pal Alex Flum, MMJ for DC News Now. Get ready to join the program. He was live out in Ashburn and got to talk to every last one of the assistants made available uh, today over in command land. So when Alex Flum joins us, uh, at about 8.30, be sure to pick his brain about who was his favorite interview at this point, man. I, I'm honestly jealous that I didn't get the chance to be out there. I'm seeing some of the videos start to surface on my timeline now. Uh, Scott Abraham's tweeting out a bunch of stuff. I've seen Ben Standig tweet out a bunch of stuff. Uh, one thing that is a huge takeaway of mine, and I was listening to some of this dude's interview with G&D, Anthony Lynn seems like a damn rock star. I mean, just an absolute dude's dude and Grant Paulson tweeted out uh, a quote from Anthony Lynn earlier that really got my attention and he was talking about leadership and this is this is the quote right here I'll read it so quote when I first got into this coaching gig I got the most out of players out of fear but over the the years you get a little more mature and realize getting to know the players being more relational goes a long way with these guys I can coach them They give me my permission to coach them. A lot of players really never give you permission to coach them. When they know you and they trust you, you can coach the hell out of them. If they don't know you, then everything you say is an attack. But if they know me, it's a challenge. The first thing you have to do to relate to these guys is get to know them. They don't know what you know until they know you care. That's a hell of a quote, and I think it embodies everything that Anthony Lynn is. And if Dan Quinn had a type when he was going out putting this coaching staff together, I think all of these coaches will have that mentality. It's about getting to know the players first, man, uh, before anything. Want to continue to take your calls, though. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. There are a bevy of different ways Washington can attack the quarterback position this offseason. I don't want what you think they'll do. I want 
what you want them to do. What is your number one preference when it comes to how the commanders handle quarterback this summer? Let's go to Rob in D.C. What's going on, Rob? Hey, what's going on now? So, <laughs> it's like people like you, and oh, I, I don't mean that. Hold, hold on, hold on. Ahead, run, with me, run with me, run with me, run with me. I've never seen a fifth-round pick have a, a, a fan base in a chokehold the way 21 interceptions, a QBR of 42, led the league in sacks. I mean, we have a chance at number two to get our guy. And I don't know if that's Caleb, if that's May. I hope it's not Daniels. But we have a chance to get our guy. And all through Twitter, all on the radio, we're talking about an undersized fifth-round quarterback that made a plethora of mistakes. Get this guy out of here. Bring in our guy. Him and May couldn't be further from – even being alike other than going to, to UNC. That's the only comp that I can see. I mean, this fan base is so starved for a quarterback that we, we would really settle for this BS. No, go get our guy. Let's build around him and let's go. Let's not do this quarterback carousel. This dude is an undersized fifth-round pick who led the league interceptions. He took the most sacks, and he had a bottom-five QBR. That's the end of the discussion. That's it. He also led the league in pass attempts, which is why his passing yards were as high as they were. That's it. There's no experts. There's no good teams that would actually say, yeah, let, let's, let's go stick with Sam Howell. Good teams don't do this. Good teams would move on, and they would draft and evaluate but accordingly. Rob, That's Rob, all it is. Rob, I, and I hear everything what you're saying. I, I appreciate you bringing the numbers to the table. Damn the numbers here for a second. Just from your eye test, how can you tell me that he was put in position to succeed? How can you have a concrete evaluation on what he is when you think about the circumstances that he had to deal with last year? I'm, I'm not telling you that it was fair. He started all 17 games once enough film got on him. Rob, let me he, ask you this, Rob. Let me ask you this. And this is a huge hypothetical. I don't like to do if, ands, or buts because, yeah, that's just, it's just not real. But let's just say Sam was a first-round pick or a second-round pick. Since when do, we, do you move on from a young quarterback as quickly as Washington is without giving him any type of chance to compete the following year? And you know That's how I feel about competition, Rob, if you're listening to me, bro. I, I, no, want, every, I, and, I, want, I want them I, to compete I, at every position. I, I agree with competition at every position, but if we draft at two, a quarterback, my guy, no matter who that is, tackle, wide receiver, quarterback, he's not coming in to compete that we take him at two. He's the day one starter, and that's position, like, bias right there. Like, maybe it can be a quote-unquote comp, but it's not a real competition. Hey, let me, let me, let me ask you this. You know C.J. Stroud had to compete with Davis Mills this summer? You think that was a real competition? You know, you know, Bryce Young had to compete with Andy Dalton this summer. You think that was a real competition? They oh, had to say it, but it wasn't real. That that's that's if, my if thing, Bryce and that's why. And that's where I'll go out and say, you know what? We don't really know because we weren't out there, boots on the ground in Carolina. We weren't in Houston. But I tell you what, it was supposed to be a QB competition between Jacoby Brissett and Sam Howell this past offseason. That's what Ron and company labeled it as. But Jacoby didn't get one first team rep until the final week of camp. So and that's unacceptable. it's just lip service. Yeah. And that's why and we're in the situation we're in. Ron and EB hitched their wagon to an undersized fifth-round quarterback. I don't know what person on God's green earth will look at <laughs> Sam Howell and think, wow, this is the guy that we're going to go it, chips all in it, on if we have a paycheck next year. That is the craziest and well, most <laughs> un- unacceptable gamble that I've ever seen or heard Rob. of. Look, it was desperate. And I appreciate you tapping in as always, bro. I got to let you drop. But I – I hear what Rob is saying. Anyone out there, and this is, look, if you listen to the Burgundy and Gold uh, Burgundy and Gold game day live, if you listen to the Burgundy and Gold postgame show with myself and Doc, with myself and Denton, I, I was one of the first people 
one of the first people to go, you know what? I think Sam Howell's holding the offense back. I remember it was after the first Giants performance. I do overreaction Tuesday with Craig Hoffman. I said, man, I don't know what y'all are seeing, but I damn sure feel like Sam is holding the offense back. It was at an early point in the season. Not saying that you should have benched him at the time, but knowing the position that that coaching staff was in last year, I do think it was kind of crazy that they allowed him to just vomit all over himself and that wins and losses weren't as important to them as some other people. Like that, That's how you keep your job. You win the most games. I don't know, though, man. It's hard. And I, I get what... I get what the last caller's saying. It's almost like it's almost like it's this bias that we have for Sam. And I don't I don't even want to call it a bias. I'm looking at it from the lens of, man, did you see this kid the first half of the season? Everyone wants to continue to harp on how he finished. I keep reading you all the damn numbers. It wasn't just him that was bad down the stretch. The entire offense was bad down the stretch. And that's what happens when you face a significant step up in competition. Final six games of the season. Dallas, San Francisco, the Jets, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Cowboys. Now, he fell off a cliff the week before that Dallas game uh, against New York at home. But before that, like, think about the three-game stretch that we saw from him. That loss at home against Philadelphia, the win on the road against New England, and then the loss on the road against Seattle. That three-game stretch arguably was his best three-game stretch of the season What was so ironic about it is immediately after that, fell flat on his face, looked unplayable at certain times. So it is baffling. It's a mystery. That's why I'm so, I'm desperate to hear what Tavita Pritchard thinks about Sam Howell. I'm desperate to hear what Cliff Kingsbury thinks about Sam Howell. I'm desperate to hear what Anthony Lynn and Brian Johnson think about Sam Howell. Because like I continue to say, We could be all the armchair GMs and all the armchair coaches and evaluators that we want to. But at the end of the day, a lot of you all don't know diddly squat. So you can say that you don't like Sam. You can say that he was horrible and that he's undersized and all that. We're at the mercy of the evaluator, baby. Come on. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I'll go through it. I'll go through it here again. Real quick, my top three preferences for the Washington Commanders at quarterback this offseason. Not what you think they're going to do. Not what Lewis Riddick thinks they're going to do. I want your preference. If you had it your way, if it was a Commanders draft room Burger King, what would you do? My number one preference, as I've been saying all offseason, I trade up for Caleb Williams. I think he's that darn good. You do whatever it takes to go get the best quarterback prospect. To me, at least, if you're going to go quarterback in the first round, why not get the best guy possible? So I do whatever it takes to get Caleb. That'd be my number one preference. My number two preference, completely opposite end of the spectrum here. If you're at number two and you don't love any of the quarterbacks available, whether it's Jaden, whether it's Drake, J.J. McCarthy sliding up people's boards, if you're not Beyonce crazy in love with a quarterback prospect, you do not pick anyone. There it goes. You got to love them. You got to love them to take them that high. But if you don't, my second preference would be trade back. Trade back. The Las Vegas Raiders, and I'm, this is not me reporting anything. This is just pure speculation. The Las Vegas Raiders need a quarterback. 
And they just hired Rich Gangarello, Caleb Williams' pre-draft quarterback, as their quarterback's coach. So I predict one of two huge moves for the Raiders. They even they either do what it takes to go all the way up to one and get Caleb, or Antonio Pierce was on the coaching staff at Arizona State when Jaden Daniels was there. So he's got all the intel you could possibly have on the kid. They recruited him. So I'm thinking that's what way they go. In that scenario, Washington trades back. They'd end up with pick 13, pick 36, pick 40, pick 44, pick 67. To move back from 2 to 13, I'd like Washington or project Washington to get pick number 44 from the Raiders, pick number 77 from the Raiders, a 2025 first, a 2026 first, a 2025 second, and a 2026 third. Buku capital when you move back 11 spots. My third preference would be draft Jaden Daniels or draft Drake May. What's your preference? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Let's go to Little. I said he was going on Little. Hey, thank you for taking my call, big fella. Shout, shout out to your producer, um, Chris, man. Hey, I was saying you just stole my thunder. So, man, I'm going to piggyback on that mm-hmm. last call about Sam Howe. You got to bring him back, Linnell, and let him compete, man. But I'm going to tell you now, mm-hmm. if the Patriots jump out there, man, and want that pick, because I think Drake May going to sit it off at the combine, man. You Drake said May this. Did, did you call in on Sunday and say this, Little? I, I've been hearing you say this. You, you're expecting yeah, a big combine a out of Drake May. Yeah, I got a, yeah, I sure did. I got a feeling he's going to show off, man. And, um, and the Patriots might want to give up this year. They might want to swap with us and give us next year first and second round pick. Now, I jump on that because I think we'll be able to get Marvin Harrison mm-hmm. and then I'll give Bo Nix a shot. Hey, now, hey look, now, and, and Little, you're you, you, you one of my biggest supporters, man, so I know you've heard me say this. You know why I love yeah. Bo Nix, Little? Yeah. Same reason I would love uh, Jaden Daniels. I love quarterbacks that have been through athletic adversity. Right. I, I need exactly. somebody who's been through the fire before, man. They came out the other side of dog. That's what I want. Yeah, they able to adapt to different programs, man. Come on, you know, man. One thing about Daniels, man, I think he got an upbeat on the man because he played in the SEC, man. SEC. That's huge. And man, that conference, man, that's elite, man. That's elite conference. Them boys just like professionals, man. I hear you. And you know, man, yeah, you know, man. God bless y'all. Stay hey, up, man. Shout out to my man Lou, man. Yes, sir. I ain't heard nothing from you in a while, sweet Lou. <laughs> I appreciate right. the call, little. One eight hundred six three six. 106.7 is the number. I want your preference. All you out there on Twitter tweeting at me, call me. Give me your preference for what the commanders should do to address the quarterback position this offseason. Rob is in Crofton. What's going on, Rob? How you doing, Lino? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. You know, the thing that's kind of crazy to me about this whole thing is, is that, you know, we're bashing Al and all that, but we we are supposed to trust these guys. Come on, like, we're preaching. Trust Peters, and you know, it's like everybody just wants to give up on them. What if they do decide that how is their answer? <laughs> and it, you know, just I like your idea with trading back. I wasn't sold when you you gave it to Doc earlier, but you know, the more and more that I have thought about it, you could pick up a Penix at that point and have them compete, like you said. Yeah. And worst case scenario, whoever wins it wins it, you know. And then you get some weapons, you know, some offensive line help, some other stuff, you know. For sure, Rob. I appreciate the call as always, man. Rob kind of gives us a good little tease. What is this? Top of the middle of the 8 o'clock hour. I want to give you guys, while well, we are at the middle of the 8 o'clock hour, I guess we'll do it at the top of the 9 o'clock hour then. I want to give you guys 
my biggest offseason needs for the commanders outside of the quarterback position because it feels like all we're talking about is quarterback. Other glaring holes across the roster as well. Let's get to Chris in Washington. Chris, what's your preference? What do you want at the quarterback position this offseason? Uh, I think you uh, need to stick with Sam Howe. Um, we got too much other needs. <laughs> Chris, at, I'm not uh, trying to laugh you out. I, I just think it's it's just funny because I feel like I'm having some influence on you guys, man. It's funny to watch. Nobody was screaming Sam Howe before I brought him back up. No, the thing about it is, is you're right. You know, you got to give a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, more than one season. And let's face it, he didn't have the firepower around him like a lot of NFL teams. Um, and he didn't have the line. Uh, yes, he needs to get rid of the ball faster but uh, and, and sometimes make better decisions. But they all have right. to go through that, that process. Um, I think at wide receivers, uh, they were hit and miss. I mean, he had good wide receivers around them, but they didn't play. Um, well. <laughs> they didn't play. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, didn't, were they didn't play with balls, detail. They yep. weren't getting separation. And, and, you know, let's face it. Uh, I, I don't consider the Redskins, uh, you know, sorry, Washington's tier right. of running backs, any elite whoa, running back. Whoa, 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 Chris, Chris, Chris. That's they, That's why I would give you pushback, Chris. I, I think, all right. I think Brian Robinson was probably the best offensive player on the team last year. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know. You're just saying you don't think he's a lead. He, he was taking the spot in short dink and dunks so Sam wasn't getting buried every <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I mean, you do to give this guy more help on the line. You give him a little bit more protection. I don't care how small he is. I, you know, the guy's got a rocket arm. Um <laughs> He does show that he can uh, be a quarterback, um, but like, this past year he just can't. Uh, uh, you know, it's a hard, hard uh, schedule, a hard league, and you gotta give guys some weapons. Uh, that's anybody, though. I mean, that's any quarterback. Yeah, um, for sure, Chris. I appreciate yeah. the call as always, but man, yeah. Look, I think a lot of us are on the same page with this. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all y'all speak what I speak, though. Because my, my thing is this, anyone that's acting like a quarterback competition is ludicrous or that a number two pick shouldn't have to compete, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You tapped into me on Monday. I, I had the line of the year. I want the lunch ladies competing for who's got the best Alfredo. I want the trainers competing for who's taping wrists the fastest. I want the damn janitors competing for whose floor is the tidiest. Competition's got to be preached all throughout the roster. That is how... You become a perennial contender. That is how you set a culture, a tone, a standard for what it means to be a Washington commander. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I listed my top three preferences, what I want them to do at quarterback this offseason. Now I want to hear from you. Let's go to Luke out in Ashburn. Luke, are you doing this from command land? You calling this from yep, command land? Yep. Um, yep, right in the, right next to him. Uh, yeah, but we we <laughs> we got to draft a quarterback. There's no doubt about that. We we can't uh, hold our hat on to what Sam Howell did. For sure, we have. No, no, look, let me let me. I'll let you go right right after this. When you said we have to draft a quarterback, I 100 percent agree with you. All seven rounds better not go by without them drafting someone. But I don't think right. it has to be in the first round. 
Yeah, well, uh, that, that's where, I mean, if you look at all the playoffs, everyone was first-round draft pick except for Brock Part, Purdy, uh, Brock you know. Purdy. So uh-huh. I, think, I, think, I think we just have to, you know, we're, we're, we're finally there. Number two, we get a pick, you know, besides one other person, we have to go with that quarterback. Otherwise, uh, you know, we're going to be, you know, uh, you know, just upset for not doing it. I hear you. Is there you one know? guy you like in particular? Well, you know, no, I'm not. I don't get paid that much to do all that. I mean, <laughs> you don't uh, get paid anything, uh, Luke. I appreciate the call. No way. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven is the number. We got Alex Flum from DC News now. Get ready to join us. He was out in Ashburn this afternoon uh, when all the new assistants outside of the coordinators were introduced to the local media. So. Can't wait to talk to Alex about that. Calls continuing to come in, though. Anthony is in McLean. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm good, man. How you doing? Great. Hey, quick question for you. If if you had a chance to uh, pick up a couple stud tackles and maybe Marvin Harrison Jr., would you consider taking Penix or something else later on? Well, let me say this, right. Anthony. I don't think you can get Harrison and a couple of stud tackles just – based on how highly coveted he's going to be in this draft. But I do yes, get sir. what you're saying. You're, you're alluding at the idea of not taking a quarterback early, correct? Correct. Get a couple of pieces in place and hope you can get one of the other great quarterbacks somewhere down the line. Appreciate your call, Anthony. I feel like maybe we should start tallying this thing, man. Every time I do a poll on Twitter, it feels like the engagement's not where I want it to be. I'm plug my Twitter again. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. But I would love to, like, you know how they, they do a, a census and they mail things to people's houses and people send it back and the United States is able to use that data. I want to do a consensus on the commander's fan base. I really want to know. Because quarterback is such a hot-button topic. Quarterback, and like I said earlier, I'm done, I'm done talking about quarterback in the lens of the NFL. It's the most important position in pro sports. Everyone's got a different opinion on it. And I even think, I even wonder that, I even wonder if in that building there are differing opinions on the quarterback. I love the stat that they put together, but the decisions that they're going to have to make, the things that they're going to have to bow up and say, you know what, bleep what you said, I want it my way. It's all fine and dandy to think that this is going to be some collaborative process, but at the end of the day, it's what Adam Peters wants. Let's go to John in Ashburn. What's going on, John? Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, so really it, uh, it depends on what they do in free agency. Because if you can bolster the line considerably in free agency, then you take Drake May. Right? Wow. But if you get no help, real help in uh, free agency, then you got to trade back, stay with Sam Hell, and actually get a tackle, one of the mm. you know, top two tackles, and get some extra picks. Because if you don't address the line – then you're doing the same thing we've done for the last decade. I think you bring up a really good point, John, that maybe isn't brought up enough. I think free agency and the moves that they make there will give us a little bit of insight into which direction they'll go in the draft. And you mentioned attacking the offensive line in free agency. I feel like if you were listening earlier, John, I think the draft is really where you should go hard on the offensive line because the positions of need for you right now on the offensive line are mostly tackle. You could probably get a center in there and another guard. Tackle class is amazing in the draft. It's not very good in free agency, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because if you look at 
you're not going to get multiple day one starters on the line if your pick two is a quarterback. Even though with all the second and uh, third round picks we have, yeah. I mean, you're going to get some good prospects, but but you're right. And as a general rule of thumb, you should be building your line through the draft. For sure. It's John, just when you need sure. the entire line except for Sam Cosme, yeah. <laughs> you got to have a mixed you approach. Both. you got to do both. John, I appreciate the call as always. And I think he also sent – we're getting the smart callers tonight here on OT. Yes, building your offensive line through the draft is always smarter because guess what? My old rule of thumb is this. If you were that good of an offensive lineman, you wouldn't hit free agency. If there was no flaws in your game, you wouldn't hit free agency. Point blank, period. Plenty more to get to here on this Wednesday night edition of Overtime. Coming up next, first guest, second guest of the program, Alex Flum of DC News Now, who was out in Ashburn earlier today to meet all the new assistants. We'll get the skinny from Ashburn next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Still cooling and fooling on this Wednesday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement. Well, now, Willingham taking you up to 10 o'clock before we hand things over to CBS Sports Radio. Want to continue the conversation on the Washington Commanders. We mentioned it was a monumental day out in Ashburn. The rest of the assistants officially introduced to the D.C. media. So why we go out now to the BetQL guest hotline is where we find our pal Alex Flum. Sports reporter and anchor for DC News Now. Make sure you're, you give Alex a follow on the old X app at Alex Flum TV. Alex, your overtime debut, my friend. What's going on? Man, what's, what's up, Linnell? It is a monumental day, not just because I was in Ashburn, but because I'm on the show with you tonight. How you doing? I'm good, bro. I appreciate you giving me some time. <laughs> I know it's been a super busy day for you. I saw you doing DC United stuff earlier today. Then you had to haul it all over to Ashburn. One of the hardest working dudes in the market. My guy, Alex Flummis, why we wanted to have you on the program. We said it at the top of the show. I believe Grant and Danny were out broadcasting live uh, from Ashburn today. I believe B. Mitch and Finley were out there. Chris Russell was out there. Big day. New assistants introduced. What was your biggest takeaway from the quote-unquote other guys today? Yeah, my, my biggest takeaway was these people are here because they want to coach under Dan Quinn. They want to coach under Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt. They want to come here and win. A, a lot of these guys know what this franchise has done in the past. They know about the Super Bowls that, 
you know, to me and you, Linnell, yeah. was a very long time ago before our time, of course, with the youngest in charge movement. Uh, and they want to return this franchise back to that. And uh, that, that's my big takeaway, really, honestly, with this group. And the one thing that we've talked about this on, on DC News Now a bunch as well, this coaching staff is star-studded. They come from a bunch of different areas and different backgrounds. But as you mentioned, mm-hmm. all with the common theme of wanting to coach for Dan Quinn he wasn't the star of today, though, because I don't believe he was made available. I know you got to talk to pretty much everyone. From your one-on-ones that you got to do, Alex, who was the biggest surprise to you in terms of how personal the personable they were and the amount of energy that they brought to the table? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd say one person was more of a surprise than yeah. any other. Um, I think I was just impressed with just about everyone. I mean, you know, you look at it this way. Mm-hmm when a team interviews a coach for a job, like they're doing the interview process, when we, you know, go out and interview a coach, that's an interview process for right. us as well. We're getting an impression of them. Uh, I talked to Tavita Pritchard, who's staying on the staff as a quarterback coach. He sounded like a head coach in his answers, yeah. the things he was saying. Um, you know, I, I talked to Larry Izzo, who's the special teams coordinator. He played in New England for Bill Belichick, winning Super Bowls there. So he's from that tree, kind of, and, and he's from here, local, from Broad Run, grew up watching the okay. team. Uh, you know, he was interesting to talk to. Daryl Tapp, of course, um, played here for a year back in the day, and he's from the Virginia Beach area. He was just bursting with excitement. I think it's notable, kind of his connections, obviously. He played for Dan Quinn at the beginning of his career in Seattle as well. Yeah. Um, and he played here again, too, um, and just coming from San Francisco as well. Uh, and, of course, he was in San Francisco with Anthony Lynn, who comes over from that. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that stood out to me today is just the fact that yeah. Anthony Lynn is a guy who's respected in this league. He's been a head coach before. He's called plays before. He's going to be their assistant head coach and run game coordinator. Um, and it was just – he was very even-keeled very calm, um, but sounded like a head coach. They have all these guys in the room that seem to really know what they're doing. So I think that's going to be big for them. Yeah, man. Minding all of these good football brains in one is going to make this football team a a lot better. You mentioned Tavita Pritchard, and he's someone, Mm -hmm. Alex, that if I was fortunate enough to get out there, I would love to talk to Tavita because he's interesting. He's the only holdover from last year's staff, and obviously he's the quarterback's coach, Alex. So, did Sam Howell get brought up in any form or fashion? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we talked about Howell a little bit. He talked about how kind of Sam has just done everything that's asked of him the last year, and, and he had seen strides in Sam. He wasn't getting into too many details, but kind of that he has trust in Sam and is impressed with what Sam has done. Uh, something I also brought up to Tavito was the fact that at Cliff Kingsbury's press conference, someone asked, what do you guys look for in a quarterback? that you want to have out there. Mm-hmm. And he said, the guy in Kansas city, so, <laughs> <laughs> I got a, his opinion on that as well. He, he did not hear that and got a good chuckle That's out good. of that. But I, I mean, his, what the vibe I got from him is, is didn't want to give away too much with their plans at yeah. quarterback, but it, it's pretty clear that, you know, whoever they want to put back there, they want it to be someone they can trust somebody that they can build this offense around it. And somebody that in a perfect case, scenario is the closest thing to Patrick Mahomes that they can find. Alex, that gets me nervous, man. The one thing we've <laughs> talked about all offseason is there's so many different ways they could ultimately go with the quarterback position. Before we brought you on, we were talking about or taking calls on fans' preference at the decision, right? Everyone on Twitter, Alex, thinks they're an armchair GM and thinks they're an armchair head coach and an evaluator. I'll ask you the same question, my friend, part of the youngest in charge movement. 
what is your preference? What do you want them to do if Alex Flum was the general manager of the Washington Commanders? Good God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd all be in trouble if that was the case. The way the way they saw how my fantasy football teams have been run, I don't, I don't think they want that. Um, but, no, I mean, kind of a cop-out answer in a way Uh-oh. here. But I, I, I not maybe not a cop-out, but I'm going <laughs> – uh, here's my thing. I think you're sitting here with three guys, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels. It's possible that one or two or three of them are the biggest busts in NFL history. It's possible <laughs> that all three of them come in and are elite and, and win Super Bowls. We don't know, but Adam Peters and the scouts and the staff they have put together, somebody in there has got to know. They're, they're all evaluating. They're all collaborating. So my hope is that all these guys in there sit down and they evaluate these guys from top to bottom, everything they could possibly evaluate on and, (laughs) and order those three in that order of their preference. Right. Mm -hmm. So my top preference is they figure out which of those three they want. And kind of like what you were saying, I heard, Mm -hmm. you know, if Caleb's that guy trade up and get Caleb, if Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels is that guy, take one of them. If, None of them are that guy. I'm all on board with trade down. But I, 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 if I had to go with one mm-hmm. from my non-NFL, I'm not an NFL scout, not expert <laughs> opinion with that. I, I go, I go Jaden Daniels Ooh, at two. Uh, okay. Because, because you know, Cliff Kingsbury didn't give away much in his intro, but he did say they want a quarterback that can extend plays, yeah. that can run the ball. I like what you said, Linnell, about going through that adversity. Yes. He's he's got that prototype of a guy that. You know, there wasn't a lot of belief in him early on, but he just continues to improve. And I feel like you want to see that. Um, and I, I just think out of those three, he see, especially with not mortgaging yeah. your future to move up to one. But um, so I'd go, I guess, Jaden Daniels one, ooh, trade ooh, up for ooh. Caleb Williams two. And if Drake made their guy, that would be my third choice. Well, we're going to put it I on one of the three. We're going to put it on a billboard on Wisconsin <laughs> Avenue that Alex Flum wants Jaden Daniels to be the next quarterback here in Washington. No. <laughs> I think I agree with everything that you said in terms of the important part of this is that collaborative process and, you know, having that universal consensus about one guy. And if they don't, you simply just can't pull the trigger. We're joined right now on the BetQL guest hotline by our pal Alex Flum of DC News Now. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Alex Flum TV. Alex, there was a piece written earlier today in The Athletic by our pal Ben Standig, and he got the opportunity to talk to Phil Longo, the former OC for Drake May and He had this to say about Drake May, quote, let me be clear. I'm not saying May is Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying that he does some similar things. When you hear the former OC talk about Drake May in that light, does it change your mind at all? Because I've been a known Jaden Daniels backer from the beginning of this process. But as we know, as we get closer to April, more and more leaks are going to come out about these guys. But it seems like everything's clean right now on Drake May. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is if the offensive coordinator came out and said Drake May is terrible, then I would. <laughs> right. uh, but I think when you hear such praise like that, it means something, but it doesn't necessarily mean as much on that end because, you know, he, he's not going to stand there and say the quarterback that led them, you know, right. is not good. So it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant <laughs> and you ask the waiter, like, hey, how's uh How's the steak? Oh, it's the best. Oh, it's great. I love it. And it's like, you know, they haven't eaten it. You know, it's like kind of similar to that. But um, no, I mean, 
I take it back to, I would just say, trust that process of whatever the front office and the scouts yeah. and the coaching staff find. And so it doesn't really change my opinion. I'm excited to see what he does at the combine. Yes. That's the thing for me. Yeah, for sure. The combine is going to be huge. And I anticipate we'll start to have some movement there when it comes to the QB2 talk, or maybe even QB1 for that matter, depending on how the interview process goes for one Caleb Williams. We're talking all things burgundy and gold with Alex Flum. I know you're hot and heavy and everything when it comes to D.C. sports, my friend. I know me and you have been pretty disappointed about our Terps, man. I know you are a Maryland graduate, but big news earlier today, Derek Quinn, number 15, Derek Queen, excuse me, number 15 player in the class of 2024, committing to the Terrapins for next season. What are your thoughts on that, and do you think he has the ability to be that potential program-changing player? Well, Linnell, first off, I think me and you have talked about this before, mm-hmm. but something that kind of drives me nuts is when somebody's been a coach for a year and a half mm-hmm. or less and fans start calling for their head. There's I been know. a lot of people calling for Kevin Willard's head. And, you know, this year, there's no way else to put it, has been a massive disappointment. Last year was the total opposite. There were no expectations. They weren't supposed to be good, and they went to the tournament and won a game in the right. tournament and put a – pretty good showing up against Alabama down in Birmingham, which was basically a road game. Right. Um, Jameer Young has been fantastic. So is Juju Reese. And after that, the rest of the team has kind of left a lot to be desired. But I think it's a big deal uh, that they're bringing in a five-star recruit. And, yes, you hear five stars. I, I think back to, if you remember the name Diamond Stone. Of course. I was a, a student at Maryland. He's, a, he's, he's about your age, Linnell. Mm-hmm. He was a year younger than me. He came in all the hype in the world. He was supposed to be the savior. And I'm sure a lot of people who don't watch Maryland basketball don't know who Diamond Stone is, <laughs> and that's that's not the best uh, result of that situation. So, you know, we got to see what happens when he actually gets on campus and actually plays, but it's a yeah. big deal. The fact that it's good for morale, too, I think. Right. The fact that the way this season has gone, that they're going to bring in this guy who's a five-star recruit, um, and I don't think they're done yet. No. Uh, but, but I, you know, I, I think people just need to relax. If we're sitting here two years from now or a year from now and it's still the same discussion and they're still playing this horribly on offense, then I think it's worth something. But people need to realize, too, they, they've got one of the best defenses in the nation. It's yeah. just they can't score. Um, but, no, I think Derek Queen, I think that will be a big deal. Alex, you think they got a chance maybe to win the Big Ten tournament or no? No, 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 no. <laughs> Not even a um, long shot. I mean, I mean, anything could happen, right. and I, so I will say it's possible. But I'd be very surprised. I mean, they they're in that spot right now where if the season was over, they're playing in that first round. I think they're like twelfth or mm. something like that, which is not ideal. Um, so they got a chance. It's 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 going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm pulling up the uh, the Big Ten conference standings right now. Maryland. Wow. Two spots from the bottom, only Ohio State, Michigan, worse than the Terrapins this year. And it's crazy to talk about when you consider how much of a powerhouse Maryland basketball has been. I promised you I'd ask, I promised myself I'd ask you this question about Derek Queen because I couldn't figure it out. I was researching it all afternoon, Alex, trying to get ready for the show. Derek Queen, the highest Maryland basketball recruit to commit since who? I don't mean to put you on the spot either. Look, I can't. Oh, I was waiting for you to say commit. I thought I lost you for a oh, second. No, You're ahead. leaving the blank here. <laughs> commit since uh, it might be Diamond Stone. Wow. I have to look it up, Alex. Might be to... Diamond Stone because I think he was a five-star. Hmm. I think. 
Either way, Jeff, man. Be careful when you Google Diamond Stone; it just brings up like diamond rings. It's not gonna. <laughs> it's not. That's he's another not known for basketball. <laughs> that's another knock on uh, on his uh, career, unfortunately. <laughs> Alex, I know you're a hardworking man, my friend. I appreciate you giving us some time. I will see you soon, my guy. Uh, I appreciate it, Linnell. Youngest in charge movement, right? Yes, sir. Alex Flum, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Alex Flum TV and tap in to DC News Now's Game Night. The only five-day, or excuse me, the only seven-day sports show. Seven in the DMV. <laughs> Alex, appreciate you giving us some time, my man. Right. Thank you, Linnell. See that ya. is Alex Flum. Always good talking ball with him. One of the most versatile guys uh, in the market, man. You can talk just about anything with my guy, Alex Flum. Seven minutes away from the top of the 9 o'clock hour. Fitting that we take another break before we get into the final hour of power here on this Wednesday night edition of Overtime. We've talked all things quarterback when it comes to the Washington Commanders this offseason. When we get back, ESPN did their top fits for the top 50 free agents. Who did they list to the Washington Commanders? I'll tell you next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.